Real quick note before we get started, if you're someone who truly finds the content in this podcast valuable, I ask that you please rate it and share it with your colleagues. In doing so, you can help us reach more bankers who are struggling to find sales advice that truly serves them. All right, let's get into it. What's going to happen is 99% of clients you ask that question to, they're going to say, no, my investments are with, and then they'll just tell you. It just feels natural at that point for them just to say, no, they're at Edward Jones. At this moment, there's something very important that we do. Welcome to the Banking on Sales Success podcast. I'm your host, Brian Drake. After a decade-long journey working in the banking industry, I learned a lot about what works and what doesn't, and now I'm sharing those insights with you. If you've been in the banking industry for some time, you've probably realized that the majority of sales advice out there isn't built for us. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to episode 10 of Banking on Sales Success. Today, what we're talking about is how to uncover investment opportunities with clients in front of you as a banker. If we're not consistently uncovering investment opportunities and finding where these accounts are, then there's a good chance we're not consistently getting appointments on our advisor's calendar. Let's talk about why it's so difficult right now and what you're actually up against. The truth is, when a client walks in and they sit down, regardless if it's for a debit card or if it's for an appointment, they sit down with a negative outlook on you. And it's nothing against you personally, but their experience tells them that there's a really good chance that the banker they're sitting with is going to try to convince them to meet with a partner. And so as they're sitting down and they start to hear questions like, hey, besides Chase, where else are you doing your banking at? Or hey, when was the last time you met with your advisor? We are fueling their negative outlook. And what it's causing them to do is just shut down. In order to consistently get people to share with us where they have their investments, we must overcome that challenge. So let's talk about what that actually looks like. Let's say a client sitting down with you and they're looking to order a debit card. As soon as we pull up their account, we want to ask them a question to really kick off the engagement. The question I recommend is, hey, I'm noticing you've been banking here since June of 2015. If you don't mind me asking, what did we do right as a bank to get your attention and earn your business? And what have we done well to maintain this great relationship? What the client's going to do is share with you the history on why they even chose to bank at Chase, and then perhaps give you some insight as to what we're doing well to maintain their relationship. As soon as they share that, we then ask them about a negative experience. We say, hey, if you don't mind me asking, since you've had your accounts here for some time, have you ever had a negative experience that caused you to question still choosing to do business with us? The reason why we want to ask this question is one, if a client actually had a negative experience, then it will be the resistance that we feel once we try deepening the conversation and trying to uncover outside accounts. And getting them to actually share that negative experience could potentially be all they need to just let it go. But also, if they share negative experience, it's our opportunity to solidify ourselves as someone they would want to work with. And it comes down to how we would respond. After they share the experience, if we respond and we say, you know, unfortunately, I can't change what happened, but what I can do is I can be here for you moving forward. 
So if something like this happens again, I'll make sure you've got my contact info and just know that I will be here for you to take care of whatever situation may come up. And when we tell a client that, they'll start to accept as somebody that they would want to just work with and somebody they feel like is now on their team. Once we get past that, we then try to bring in outside accounts into the scope of the conversation. And we must ask this question very strategically. If we just simply go after at this point and say, hey, by the way, where else besides Chase are you banking? They'll actually shut down because it was a very hard question. So we want to ask it very softly. Here's what we do. We say, hey, if you don't mind me asking, when it comes to your banking experience in general, where else are you doing your banking and what did they do right to get your attention and earn your business? The client's going to hear that and they're going to link it to the original question you asked about Chase. But now we're just trying to show them that we're just curious to get to know like what's important to them when it comes to their bank. And they are happy to share because they're not feeling like they're telling you where else they're banking. They're just sharing with you what their experience is outside of Chase Bank. Once they actually share with us that they're now banking at Wells Fargo, we then ask a question to uncover where they have their investments without actually asking them directly. Here's what we do. We say, you know, did you give Wells Fargo the opportunity to manage your investment portfolio? 99% of clients you ask that question to, they're going to say no my investments are with, and then they'll just tell you. It just feels natural at that point for them just to say, no, they're at Edward Jones. At this moment, there's something very important that we do. We don't try to just go after an appointment with our advisor because that will signal to them that that's all we really cared about. So we want to make sure that we stay in a space of curiosity and show them that we just want to get to know them. So we follow it up and we ask, well, if you don't mind me asking, what's the reason you chose that investment firm to do your investments with? And you see, now they're going to share with you their experience with that particular firm. And that at that moment will make them feel like, oh, I can trust this person. They're not just trying to get an opportunity out of me. Once they've shared the reason why, we then make the referral to our advisor. And this is what I would recommend you say. You say, let me ask you a question. If we can give you reassurance and confidence that the current financial plan you have is on track to get you to where you want to go, to that financial future you desire, or if we can give you some advice to enhance your likelihood of financial success, would you find something like that valuable and worth your time? Many of the clients that you get to this point with that referral recommendation will end up on the calendar. So that is the process, like the questions to ask, and then how we make the referral but there's one other key piece here that I want to make sure is absolutely clear. And that is the use of our tone of voice. If we just ask the questions in a very bland sort of way where it's like, all right, well, I'm noticing you've been banking here since June of 2015. If you don't mind me asking, what did we do right as a bank to get your attention and earn your business? If there's not much emotion, then the client's going to feel like, why are you even asking me? Like, doesn't really seem like you care. Through every question we ask, we want to have the tone of genuine curiosity. I think it was Alex or Moses that said this. It's like childlike curiosity. We want to show them that we're just being genuinely curious and we want to get to know them. The more that you can practice just having that tone of curiosity as you're asking these questions, the more clients you'll find that are just happy to engage with you and then are open to meeting with your advisor 
once we get to that referral recommendation. So if you're in a position right now where you've been struggling to uncover investments with clients, go through this process, ask these questions through the lens of genuine curiosity, and then make the referral to your advisor in that way. And you'll start to see quite a few more appointments on the calendar on a very consistent basis. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Banking on Sales Success. I'm Brian Drake, your host. Until our next episode, keep challenging the status quo. And remember, your potential for remarkable success is within reach. Good luck to you guys.